You're listening to The Rock House. A production of Austin Rock Records. Welcome to episode 7 of Four Questions. A kind of weekly podcast where I answer four questions about my husband's indie rock band, Learson Peak. Kind of weekly. <laughs> my name is Michelle Learson and I'm your host. That was Stephen Learson, my husband, who is here making fun of me. Mm-hmm. That's my job. So welcome to July, everyone. Welcome. A lot has happened since our last episode in the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. Learson Peak performed a lot of shows. We painted a house in New Hampshire and celebrated Father's Day. That's right. We're a versatile band. <laughs> I celebrated my birthday. I turned 20. That's right. No, I turned 35. <laughs> 35. Happy birthday, babe. <laughs> and we went to Block Island and survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back. Box Island and our dog survived as well. And we just got back from a long vacation to Acadia for July 4th week. Mm-hmm. So we are, this is a rare podcast <laughs> where we have got a good night's sleep. So we're very chipper. So that was my recap on last month. Mm. All right. Well, what went well last month? <laughs> uh, the best thing that happened last month was Block Island by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Block Island was a weekend, a three-day weekend, where Learson Peak played on Thursday, and the Indobox played on Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And it was the last Indobox show and the first Learson Peak show. So, it was great. I had a three-day extravaganza of my husband playing on, on stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Learson Peak debuted very strong. A lot of people came up to me after the show and said they were pleasantly surprised. Oh, so they were like expecting <laughs> it to be bad. Yeah, I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but I I read it as a good thing. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad thing. Um, and uh, the Indo Box played two great, uh, two great nights, four sets. Mm-hmm. And we had an amazing live stream videographer named Matt Vallow, who I learned you have to bring your own uh, satellite antenna in order to live stream. And I've never met anyone who travels around with their own antenna, but that is Matt Vallow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm me either. <laughs> so we are able to, if you missed the shows, you can actually watch them full HD live stream and multiple cameras on each player online on Facebook. That's right. All three nights. So yes, and there was a epic guitar battle with the owner of Captain Nick's, Mark Scortino. That's right. I challenged him to a guitar duel to the yes. death, and we had a very vigorous video campaign where we <laughs> trash talked each other before uh, the before the evening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I uh, I went after him. You know, you know, I what happened is, you know, he he started soloing first. <laughs> and uh, you know he he threw some blue scales at me, uh -huh. you know, which like they I hurt. I saw that. That yeah. hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not you know just knock the wind out of me. So I like you know so I I got some arpeggios, <laughs> like started arpeggiating. He back also at him. had a cooler uh, keytar. Had the white keytar. That's true. Yeah. Well, I gave it to him. It was my keytar. <laughs> 
you know, and then, you know, and then, you know, he, he threw some symmetrical diminished, you know, licks. He had some like chromatic licks he was throwing at me, you know, he, he had some like jazz licks and, uh, you know, that, that, that was tough. That was tough. You know, I just really liked when you played chariots of fire. Right. And that's really what did me in. <laughs> So, yeah, so catch that on Facebook if you missed it. Um, but I also wanted to recap just the things I will miss most about Box Island since mm-hmm. this was the last Box Island. And we don't know when we're going to be back, if ever. Hmm. That's kind of sad. Yeah. To say it that way. <laughs> but uh, okay, I have think? very fond All memories. Right. All right. Well, let's, yeah, let's hear the fond memories. Go ahead. Tell, so, me, tell me, tell me, uh, yeah, number one, I'm going to miss dancing in the front row with Kate and Kenzie and Nick Nelson. Mm. Yeah. They are always front row. And also Larry's always front row. That's right. Tommy's He's right of by like, the surfboard usually. Yeah, yeah, that's his spot. So I'm going to miss everyone with their respective spots mm-hmm. in the audience. I'm going to miss hanging out with Pete, who's the mayor of the Gothic Inn. Where we all stay. Uh, He is the mayor. Because Pete rents out the entire inn. It's a bed and breakfast for all of the fans. Mm -hmm. And he does a lot of work every year to make sure we have a place to stay. And I will miss Pete's sausage balls. (laughs) Uh, I didn't get any sausage balls. (laughs) Really? Because I I ate a lot of Pete's balls. (laughs) I ate quite a few. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they were good. He had all different flavors. He had barbecue. He had teriyaki. He I'm had so, he had some spicy balls. I'm so sad I missed them. <laughs> I saw that he had bulgogi too, but I didn't get any. Oh yeah, I was, I was mostly focused on the balls. <laughs> Speaking of balls, mm. uh, sushi Bob, I will also miss. Um, his sushi rolls are amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't actually get any this year because we were so busy setting up everything. Mm. Uh, that hurts, so that stings a little. <laughs> but I heard you got some. I did. Well, well, Jules one night ordered some sushi bob, and he ordered a calamari salad. Yeah. And sushi bob had so much, she just gave the band some leftover oh. salad. And it turned out that he had just that day caught the squid himself i didn't know he did the fishing himself. i know i yeah i don't know if he does it for all of the fish but he did for the calamari it was delicious it was mm. so fresh mm. so sushi bob is um at captain nick's on the weekends and he plays or he he makes sushi before the indobakushin that's right um i will also miss mike's guitar solos uh especially into covering up the sky which is one of my favorite songs mm. How could you not? And uh, while he's playing the song, or your songs, I will miss drinking mudslides with Dan Dower and friends. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Colleen and ST, bartenders, and yes. uh, and Katie Scortino, yes. the owner's wife, who's also bartending most nights. Yeah. I mean, there's only a few items uh, that you must have if you ever go to Block Island. And that number one is a mudslide from Captain Nick's. Mm. Um, and then, you know, lobster rolls, mm-hmm. calamari, lobster mac and cheese. 
Oh, I have something that is a must-have. Oh, yeah? It is dark chocolate-covered bacon. Oh, right. You got a lot of that this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'd like to give a, a shout-out to Blocks of Fudge, <laughs> which is my favorite candy shop on the island. Uh -huh. you, can, you can go there. It's right when you get off the ferry. It's right. Uh, Why do you like that one? Uh, there's a bunch of candy shops. Well, this uh, particular sassy woman makes... Uh, <laughs> She makes milk chocolate covered bacon. And every uh -huh. year I put in a special request. I write a note. I say, can you make me some dark chocolate covered bacon? Dark chocolate. And usually I'll ask for like 10 strips of bacon or, yeah. or 20 maybe. But this year <laughs> I asked for five pounds. Five pounds. Since <laughs> this might be the last time oh. I wanted to make sure um, the uh, taste lingered. <laughs> Yeah, because it's still we're still eating it. That's right. <laughs> and you know, dark chocolate covered bacon, you know, it lasts. It doesn't spoil right away. So I've been enjoying <laughs> I've been enjoying it. So yeah, so my two things before we move on uh -huh. are uh late night shenanigans Ooh. with Larry and Tom and Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm really gonna miss them. The yeah. boys, the boys of Black Island. <laughs> oh, they're just so much fun. They've got some dirt on us. If we ever run for office, <laughs> they could they could bring us down. Oh, what stays on? What what goes what to Black Island? <laughs> yeah, what happens on Black Island stays on Black Island. Uh, okay, that's good. And the good last, to know. yeah, the last thing I will miss um, is looking for my parents during sunrise. <laughs> Uh, because my parents sometimes come with us to mm -hmm. Black Island and they are um, professional yeah. photographers. But they are, you know, they're less interested in photo uh, photographing the show yes. and more interested in photographing the sun. The sun, yes. Sunrise, sunset, anything around the sun. Right. So whenever there's a sun setting or rising, I look for my parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Oh. Do you want to share anything? Well, it was, uh, you know, um, well, I already mentioned uh, Pete's balls. <laughs> but that other than that, really weird, other than that I'm really going to miss the, uh, I'm also going to miss Captain Nick's. I think it's a really special stage. Oh, yeah. I've made uh, uh, some really uh, great music with some great musicians on that stage. And, uh, and I'm going to miss staying at the Gothic with Pete and Kenzie and... Uh, uh, you know, um, just gonna miss it all. Aww. Gonna miss the staff at Captain Nick's. Yeah, um, didn't they like braid their hair this year and super right. glue it to your head <laughs> so they could have a piece of you? Or no, you two, could have a two, piece of them forever. The two bartenders, uh, Colleen and St, braided their hair together and super glued it. To my head, behind my ear, and so that they could yeah. have a piece of them on stage with me. Wow! Uh, and I'll tell you, it did not come off easily. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I don't think they wanted it to come off ever. Correct. Well, I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was very special, and uh, yeah, I you know I. 
Indobox, you know, Box Island has been uh, kind of the cornerstone for the Indobox for the past 11 years, but it was cool to play with Learson Peak. And mm. I know it was uh, Luke Beeman, our bass player, and Sam McGarity, it was our guitar player, it was their first time on the island and huh. playing at the place. And uh, they really, um, I think they turned some heads. I think they, they made some moves and, and we, we played really well on Thursday night. And uh, I think they really had a good time on the island. They really yeah. uh, left saying they wanted to come back someday. Mm. So, so, you know, never say never. Maybe we'll be back. We'll see. All right. So why don't you tell me yes. what didn't go well? <laughs> For me? Yeah. Uh, well, I turned 35. <laughs> Yeah, but you still look like you're 12, so. <laughs> uh, I got stung by a bee. Oh. Yeah. That is, that's, that's not, not something going Not on Black well. Island. Not on Black Island. Well, I don't think there's bees on Black tell, Island. Tell the bee sting story. Well, um, in a rare occasion, I <laughs> offered to help Stephen load in. Like, yeah. <laughs> for a show, which means I carry all his gear into, onto the stage, and, um, this rare in this rare occasion for the Providence show for Learson Peak, I got stung by a bee walking up the ramp to the venue. I know. And I just started screaming. It was uh I think I was pretty dramatic, to be honest. But I had never been stung by a well, bee it was, before. It was kind of crazy because because usually <laughs> if you see a bee, you will make what a normal person the sound they might make if they were stung by a bee. <laughs> So if you see one, that's the sound, you no. know, you and, and, but this time the sound kept going, <laughs> um, which yeah. was very high pitched <laughs> and, yeah. um, so I think everybody was a little worried about me mm -hmm. and Jules Jensen, our drummer came up to me and was like, Oh my God, last time I was stung by a bee, I had to go to the hospital, mm. which did not make me feel better. Mm. So, well, I'm just glad you didn't drop the keyboard that you were carrying. <laughs> Yeah, so that happened, and luckily, I mean, the bartenders were super nice. They yeah. gave me a lot of ice. They gave me water. They're like, are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. I'm just going <laughs> to set up the merch table mm -hmm. now over here. You really you really <laughs> rallied. So, yeah. You sold that merch with a, uh, <laughs> with a swollen foot, so, yeah, and my nobody foot was, would have known. It was swollen. Even in, in Acadia, it was swollen last yeah. week. But uh, the band was fine. <laughs> the band did great. Layers in Peak. That's right. First, First show in Providence. Uh, you know, some new people came who I've never met before. Yeah, met some new of, fans. It was really cool. You know what was surprising about the Fetch show? What? Was that there were more ladies in the audience than men. Yeah, that was weird. There were so Not many. Not used to that. So many I mean, women. I'm like, that's. I'm very happy about that. That's very <laughs> nice. But uh, I just. That's cool. Not, most of the bands that I played with, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of dudes. Yeah, but uh, so that's a, that a pleasant surprise there. I was like, wow, there's all these girls here, and they're all dancing. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to Greg, at yeah. Fat, and Kyle for helping us uh, book the show, mm -hmm. um, and Skyfoot and Carrie Kirk for yeah. opening. Um, yeah, so Skyfoot. It was my uh, first time in a while seeing them, and uh, and Carrie Kirk laid down the the tracks. She was DJing. I was dancing while I was setting up my stuff. <laughs> yep. All right. Did you learn anything? 
Uh, Besides not to carry my gear and get stung by a bee. Did I learn anything except the painful experience of a bee sting? Uh, well, I've been taking a new summer school class. Oh. Uh, since mid-June at Harvard. Ooh, Harvard. <laughs> it's part of my work. I get to take a class each year. Cool. So uh, this year I'm taking video editing and digital design. Cool. Which is really cool. And it's taught in Adobe Premiere by a professor from Emerson. And I really love it. And we get to watch a lot of movies in class. That's really, you know, that's the best about <laughs> taking a any kind of film classes. Yeah. You just have, you know, oh, I have to watch these movies. <laughs> it's my homework well, assignment. Well, my, my teacher, she just picks the best movies for us mm. to watch. We've watched Silence of the Lambs. Mm. We've watched... Uh, uh, the Facebook movie we've watched, um, The Shining. We, I mean, we've watched some sex movies. <laughs> oh, sex movies! Oh, we, huh? we, we, oh, we had to watch a sex scene <laughs> with this Richard Gere movie called Unfaithful really? because we were learning about parallel cuts. Yeah. And this one sex scene is famous for its parallel cut Ooh. with a train scene where this woman is revisiting her unfaithful scene with Richard Gere. So it cuts to her on the train, like thinking about her just, you know, an hour ago, what she was doing with Richard Gere. And it's parallel action. Ooh. Yeah. So it was a naughty parallel action scene. Yeah. So I want to learn, I want to use this technique because I thought it was really cool looking for the next Lears and Peak music video. That's, I think we should do a sex scene. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. No. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, and they didn't show anything in class. I mean, it was kind of weird to be watching it with 30 other students, mm. but... Was anyone blushing? Well, it was dark. <laughs> and then I learned uh, another basic technique called match on action, which match I want to use for Learson Peak. Good alliteration. I mean, if anyone knows anything about video editing, I think it's very simple. Hmm. But for me, I learned it and I thought it was really cool. To learn, like, if you're taking two shots of video and you want to put them together, like mush two scenes together continuously, you want to do it when there's action. So, for example, if you, Stephen, are mm. walking, let's say, towards a door and opening the door, you don't want to cut the scene, like, from one room to the other while you're still, like, when you're op about to open the door. You want to cut it when mid- there's, When there's movement. mid Door swing. Mid-door swing. Yeah. I see. So it looks cool. continuous. Well, it sounds like a cool class. Yeah. And there's a very low risk of being stung by a bees. <laughs> so and sounds I have like a to good do, choice for you. And I have to submit a final project by the end of July. Yeah. Which will be the Space Unicorn music video. Well, we got to make it good. I want you to get an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Watch out for that. Yeah. It has to come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we go next? Uh, okay, so. Final question. Final question. What are you looking forward to? Uh, I've done a bunch of work for Learson Peak this month. Okay. Uh, last week, I sent uh, personal letters with, you know, standard Michelle stationery. Mm. And some of those Lears and Peak stickers I made with your body on them uh, to radio stations in Boston. So cool. 
hopefully they'll at least listen to it. They'll probably just throw it in the bin or whatever. But I sent them. Mm-hmm. And I wrote to my three favorite radio stations, which is 88.1, the MIT radio station, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, naturally. Uh, and the river, which is 92.5. The river. And uh, WERS, mm. uh, which is 88.9. Words. And all of them have a local night where they play music for local musicians. So I just said, hey, we're local musicians. Check us out. Here's our CD. I hope you at least listen to the two most popular tracks based on our DistroKid statistics, which are number two, Space Unicorn, and number four, Never Gonna Leave. Mm. I mean, like, Never Gonna, Be- Never Gonna Leave has been downloaded like three times more than any other track. Hmm. On DistroKid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I just, uh, people really like that. It's number number four. And uh, yeah, so speaking about that, I'm excited to implement my new idea, which is to write to podcasts instead of radio stations. Because I believe that radio stations are going defunct. Because there's too many ads and nobody listens to radio. Mm. And everybody listens to podcasts. Yeah, but podcasts are people talking. It's not music. Uh, no, I mean, there's there's music podcasts. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, we got right to those. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm going to do that. And I'm excited also to announce that we have booked a new Learson Peak show. That's right. Saturday, July 28th at Aeronaut Beer Garden in Arlington, Massachusetts. Yes. From 4 to 6 p.m., it's completely free, mm-hmm. and Learson Peak is actually debuting this new beer garden for Aeronaut. You're one of the first bands ever to play on this new stage. That's right. So that that would be really cool. And then I'm also looking forward to our next uh, Aeronaut show at their other beer garden in <laughs> Lower Alston, which is uh, Wednesday, August 29th at the Aeronaut Neighborhood Nights on Western Ave. Yeah, that's right that's at the podcast garage, actually, for PRX, mm-hmm. which is the same organization that releases Song Exploder. Mm. So, yeah. So, check it out. We're going to be there. It's two blocks away from our house. Yeah. And um, Bartok will be there, too. You'll get to see our dog at both shows. Yeah. So, if you don't come <laughs> for the music, come for the dog. <laughs> so, that's it for this week. Cool. See you next week. Bye.
Did not 